Hey, dear audience, and welcome to the Work Prince Harley Talk. My name is Robert J. Kajowski, and joining me is... Norton. And today we'll be covering the penultimate episode of Harley Quinn, titled Lover's Quarrel. So, if you do you want to take the, like, the opening over, or should I? No, you can do that. Okay. Because we open where we left off, that's the thing. Like the thing is that we have Ivy just going batshit insane on her bestie, and for some odd reason, Mister J is taking a front seat for that, and he kind of likes it. I'm what sure do you he mean has for some reason. It's Joker. Well, he he kind of has a hard on for it, but the thing is, he's sipping a coffee, and I think that he wants uh, his now. A lover, uh, I don't remember who that Bethany. is. Uh, Bethany, to join him in that. But um, Harley doesn't know what the hell's going on. That's the thing. And Joker's gonna joke, and it's to great chaos. But she could throw a jab in or two. Obviously, Harley is a scrappy, scrappy lady, and. Before she could be met with her demise, Kite Man rescues her. Out of the blue, Kite Man. Well, it's not really out of the blue. No, but it, the thing is that Kite I Man... I mean, he knew that Ivy was going to go see uh, Psycho. He probably witnessed her getting brainwashed, so he's probably been trying to follow her the whole time. Yeah. And but the fact you... that he knows that Harley's her best friend makes sense that he would want to rescue her from killing her best friend because if she kills her best friend, she's never going to get over it once she gets unbrainwashed. Yeah, is that just kind of like a washing? <laughs> That's it, like an unbrainwash. Oh, I have. No it's idea. kind of like a scrubbing of the brain, like a rinse. and stuff like that. Uh, but as the parademons like multi-handedly vanquish the Justice League, or are vanquished by the Justice League. And there's a few cute jokes in that, because Batman, unironically, is saying that Superman's like, oh, what are you gonna do for the nest? And Wonder Woman's like, well, he, she asks a parademon, and Superman asks, what does he oh mean, Oh my though? god. With, like, uh, so... What happens is that Superman I, takes out I'm a nest. I'm so bad at my own notes. And Batman is listening to him sort of talk to himself. And he's sort of a little bit, I am not miffed by it, but he's like, nobody is listening to you right now. I don't know why you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Later on, uh, Wonder Woman lasso of troops one of the parademons to try and get her, get him to tell her, or get it to tell her where Psycho is. And of course, it doesn't speak English. So then she kind of looks at Superman, and Superman's <laughs> He's like, like, you could talk, alien. Just because I'm an alien doesn't mean I know other alien languages. <laughs> and she just kind of gives him this look like, that's not really what I meant. But he's like, yeah, you're super racist. So then she just kind of like <laughs> destroys him and goes, fine, whatever, for the parademon. But he does actually turn out to speak a little parademish. So it works out anyway. It does. But I mean, again, that's kind of like, that. he makes a good point. Yeah, I mean, the the fun little interactions between the Justice League members are, like I said, fun. They're very mm. amusing little 
jabs at their uh, top three, basically. Uh, Flash and Green Lantern have not come back. I don't know if they're going to... Wait till the next episode. I think they are. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, basically, it's just Wonder Woman, Batman, and uh, Superman right now. And they are kind of having fun with it, I gotta say. Uh, Superman is definitely uh, proving himself a bit more showboaty, which is kind of funny. Yeah, well, uh, he's more like Batman than Batman is Batman. No, I mean, Batman's pretty Batman, but I do think it's kind of funny that Batman is kind of calling out Superman for all the things that I'm sure Batman and has been called they out They will go on the world's finest in a bit. In a bit. Um, anyway. In a bit. But uh, back at the ball, Riddler goes on to Dr. Psycho, and he reads King Shark and Clayface's trauma, which is... Actually, kind oh of no, s- yeah. So uh, super, super sad. Psycho decides to pick uh, Shark's most embarrassing moment or most like biggest regret, some shit like that. And their uh, most traumatic that, moment. Is it traumatic? Yeah, their I most it was traumatic moment. Embarrassing. No, their most no. traumatic moment. I well, I mean that works out then because he, uh, yeah, he King Shark winds up having killed his brother yeah. accidentally, which is kind of funny. As an amuse-bouche. So, As a what? An amuse-bouche. An amuse-bouche basically is kind of uh, an appetizer, if you will. Oh, sure, why not? But, yeah. But Darkseid says then, like, did you bring me the head of Harley? And he's kind of like stalling. That's the thing. Uh, well, yeah, Psycho is pretty much sort of very confident that he can do it, and then Riddler points out the fact that his parademons are being beaten by the Justice League, so then Psycho's like, no, it's still okay, everything's still fine, I got this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, the, like, the thing is, like, we need to take out Harley. So, what the back with... Oh, well, because then we cut back to Kite Man and Harley. <laughs> And they're in Kite Man's apartment where he has obviously kite things strewn about everywhere. Mm. Uh, but basically they want to hatch a plan to unbrainwash Ivy, which mm. eventually brings out Cyborg as what is now a sentient Cy- computer, basically. Well, his eye. Cynet. From the last like couple of episodes. Yeah, she gave him his eye, so now he has the eye. And of course Kite mm. Man can speak Morse code because... Somebody in a show can always speak Morse code for some. Is that is that like reason. kind of is that kind of like one of those weird things where like it has to be in every show? Yeah, somebody yeah, I knows have that. Yet to see a show where somebody in the random cast didn't talk or didn't know Morse code at some point. Like there's always so that's an like the the weird linchpin in that. Then it's kind of like I I know what this person is saying. It's like you can speak Morse code. Yeah, which, I mean, nowadays would be even less likely because the generation, like, I don't think the generation today, they can't even use rotary phones, for God's sakes. I can't understand why they would know Morse code. No, I Uh, agree. But, yeah, I mean, Kite Man at least gives us some ridiculous reasoning for it. Throwback. Yeah, it's cute. Um, So we find out that Psy can be uploaded into the the web. So now he's pretty much like Ultron or... No, he's uh, Max Headroom. Speaking oh, yeah. of throwbacks. Oh, yeah, because he has the uh, the stutter. The stutter, yeah. Yeah. 
So he basically uh, tells them how to make themselves brainwash proof. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) he reveals his backstory, too, because he was a product of the CIA. Yeah, hasn't he already said that? I don't think he has. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, did he? Because maybe you're just repeating it. Yeah, probably. What repeating? That would make sense. Anyway. Uh, No, that would make sense in terms of, sorry, um, that would make sense in terms of the Max Headroom. Because he repeats himself all the time. Well, there's a difference between repeating yourself and stuttering. He has that, like, digital stutter that he does. Mm-hmm. I think... I, the I same think, thing. I think they're smarter than that, and they would like... Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, so moving along. The, um... So Psy gives them a bunch of ridiculous things that they can't find in order to make this uh, brain-proof, brainwash-proof uh, headgear. And uh, what are those? And since they can't... I have no idea. I know one of them's a VHS, and then... A VHS? I, I forget the rest. Photo one diodes of a VHS tape. A floppy disk, which... Oh, yeah, like, the magnetic strip from a floppy yeah, disk. Yeah, the magnetic strip. Which uh, isn't that hard to find, honestly. Yeah, but, I mean, the thing is, like... I mean, I like, have floppy talk, disks, like, all over my room right now. You talk to people right now, like, do they even know what the fuck a floppy disk is? Older people like that do. I mean, again, Older, Harley no. and Harley and Kite Man are not that young. They're not. I'm, They're I'm, supposed I'm, to be somewhere in their like mid twenties. But the thing early is, thirties, like, give or take. But I mean, the thing is, like, people like us, not giving away our ages, but uh, we know that shit. But people that they're also aiming for, it's kind of like we got to educate the youth and shit like that. Uh, and an 8-track, which is way older than us. Yeah, uh, but we still the, technically have knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. But those are the, like, rarest things ever that you I mean, could they're, get. they're difficult to get a hold of just in terms... I mean, technically the last thing is the hardest thing to get a hold of. It's not that hard mm-hmm. to get a hold of a Matic strip from a floppy disk. It is probably a little bit harder to get an 8-track, but not impossible. But the last one is the weird VHS. And it has to be like a VHS of a very specific band song. No, no, an 8-track. No. No, he said... It was a VHS. No, the photodiodes of a VHS. That's what he said. VHS photodiodes. That's what he said. And an 8-track... that's right. You you could rewatch it. Um... I mean, Again, I just watched I, it, like, a couple of hours ago, so... And he wants an 8-track of Monkey's Daydream Believer, which is one of the rarest things ever. No, that and was a VHS recording. We're not going to do this whole thing. No, this is going to be revisionist history. But either way, he but, asked yeah. for three things that are very difficult to get, if not impossible, at this current mm-hmm. time in Gotham. So Harley's like, is there any other way to do it? And he's like, sure. So she leaves because she gets impatient about building this machine while Kite Man stays behind and kind of does the hard work because he's Mm. in the middle of trying to solder. And so she takes off and he accidentally like puts out the power. But apparently when he puts out the power, I guess he frees Psy to be in the electricals, like in the internet of things as it were. So now he's in the cake mixer thing. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Somebody forgot something. No, no, because uh, like I'm looking at my notes and I'm looking at 
like a poison ivy actually just going ham on Harl uh, Gotham. That's later. No, I mean that's that's what's in my notes. And the thing is that Yeah, but you even uh, said you don't take the greatest of notes. No, I do it note by note, but either way, I do it scene by scene, beat by beat. Yeah, so when we started uh, this, you said, Oh, I can't even read my own notes. Yeah, well, that so, was just me. Uh, either either way. Either uh, way. So I'm going to read them as follows. As the news says to Gotham Denizens, re, uh, remain calm. Romaine? Because, romaine calm. Romaine? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the food? Yeah. Like the because, lettuce? Yeah, because Ivy's wrecking shit right now. You mean remain calm? I said romaine. You saying romaine, like the lettuce. Yeah. That's what, it, that's what it was spelled as. In it was a news? pun. It was a pun because oh, Harley's. Oh, because she's a plant. Because uh, yeah, Ivy's wrecking shit. Harley God, is spent with. Stupid. It, well, <laughs> it could be, but they do like cute. their stupid puns. Uh, Harley is spent with the destruction. Uh, Ivy is skewering, and that's why I also. So said basically, that Harley is trying to stop Ivy from being attacked by the Justice League, because mm-hmm. she knows that the Justice League can legitimately hurt Ivy. And Ivy can obviously legitimately hurt both her and the Justice League. Yeah. And it all and basically boils down to a head. Yeah, I mean, you have, the, again, the triumvirate of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman trying to quell her rage. But the thing is that when you when it comes down to Ivy, it's not even, like, a fight at that point. I mean, it's and definitely I, a fight. It's yeah, like, but I mean, she could... She could, like, wreck shit on anybody. That's the thing. She could do a lot of things as long as she has access to plants. That's correct. But, I mean, like, again... You could have a blade of grass and she could kill, like, a thousand people. Uh, Theoretically. Theoretically. But, I mean, the point of the matter is that she eventually winds up uh, getting... Oh, yeah, so... Blah, See? blah, blah, fight See? ensues, and they wind up on a roof, and Har- uh, Ivy ends up using her love potion on the three of them. Yeah. So... Oh, wait, wait, wait no, 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 you're going to... I'm not going too far ahead. This is literally mm-hmm. what happens. No, because she employs King Shark as well, and Clayface, or Dr. Psycho. That's later, isn't it? What was that? That's later. No, I'm just going on my notes. It, it, triumvirate of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman try to quell her rage, but it's not even a fair fight. Dr. Psycho makes it even more unfair when he's employed King Shark and Clayface on his team again for world domination. Well, he already That's had it. them anyway. Yeah. So but he one... sends them out. But then once the chips are down, Kyle, uh, Kite Man's trying to rebuild size back. And you've gone so far ahead. I'm sorry, but let's just try to keep it within the the story right now. You're talking about revisionist. So Harley almost spills her secret to Kite Man, even though he's just saved her or maybe why he saved her and batman almost uses 
and I thought this was a cute joke. He uses a shark repellent against King Shark. And Wonder Woman blasts Clayface. Clayface, sorry. Uh, Superman is annoyed by King Shark. And this whole entire thing seems like a stalemate. Until Harley arrives. Just on the wings. The beautiful verdant wings of Kite Man. And tries to inform Wonder Woman why they like saved Themyscira from Lex Luthor. And well, she tries to endear herself to Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, she knows how to talk. That's the thing. She's basically just trying to endear herself to Wonder Woman so that way Diana will listen. But, I mean, isn't that what she always was? Like she, Like, she could talk her way out of a situation without violence, and if it comes to violence, then fuck all. No, I mean, technically, Harley, again, is largely portrayed in this series as being fairly impulsive. So somebody who's trying to talk their way out of things, I mean, yeah, she does try to talk her way out of things when she understands that she's outgunned for the most part. But her talking to Wonder Woman isn't really trying to talk her way out of things. She's trying to endear herself to Diana by saying, hey, we saved your people. Why don't you maybe hear me out? And Diana's kind of like, look, I'm sorry, but your friend is a very big threat and we can't really just let, you know, girl code in on this one. Yeah, and she's like, he's not my friend. He's not what? a friend of mine. Well, I mean, Dr. Psycho is not her no. friend. No, Wonder Woman is talking about Ivy. Oh, well. She's saying Ivy yeah, but, is I mean, threat. Harley wouldn't try and protect Dr. Psycho. That makes no sense. Uh, but the thing is that, like, in proxy, Ivy is Dr. Psycho because she's being controlled by him. Yes, but uh, Dr. Psycho doesn't really puppet her in that manner until later. Mm. Well, yeah, true. But um, in any event, uh, Ivy kind of recovers and Batman swoops over. Harley Quinn takes it on herself. This Clayface is on the trail of King Shark, uh, who is on the trail of Wonder Woman. And Mr. Freeze's hideaway. They go all the way back into a couple of seasons. Wow, uh, you are not, all over the place. No, sorry, not a couple of seasons, a couple of episodes. And in Chris Tucker's words, you got knocked the fuck out. So we have a problem with Clayface. Batman finds one. And then when Superman's about to be done in the vines, Harley swoops in. Now, then, uh, like, I'm doing, like, some... Yeah, weird... let me clarify some things here, because I feel like you've gotten very confused. So, basically, in the fight between Ivy, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Clayface, and King Shark, we get a split-off between Clayface and Batman, who Batman inevitably freezes, so he's neutralized, Mm -hmm. And you have King Shark versus Wonder Woman who wind up in, yes, Dr. Freeze's area, but yeah. he ends up, he bites her arm, which is kind of funny because it breaks his teeth, 
which I like because I'm like, I always feel like <laughs> Wonder Woman is very underestimated and she's fucking God. So by rights, she well, should be, if not stronger, then definitely strong as Superman. So this is at least somewhat of that nice retconning. But yeah, uh, sh- he bites her arm. He gets, he loses his teeth. She basically like punches him the fuck out, and that's that. So she takes care of King Shark, and then uh-huh. that leaves Superman with Ivy and Harley. And again, Ivy is trying to prevent Superman from killing Ivy because again, they are capable of doing this. The two of them are capable of killing each other. This eventually leads to the rooftop, which is where I was a while back. Yeah. So that's when King Psycho, or sorry, regular Psycho. <laughs> you hates. you might as well call him King because in his cock he thinks that he's oh, a yeah, king. Oh yeah, he definitely uh he, he's definitely got a complex. But anyway, that's when Psycho decides to take a bit more puppetry control of Ivy. He ends up using the. So the interesting part in the fight is that Ivy keeps grabbing Harley and taking her away. So mm-hmm. King, or God damn it, Psycho very badly does not really want Ivy or to kill Harley off-site, apparently. He very badly wants Ivy to bring Harley back to their the mall and kill him well, there. He wants, like, the, the, like the almost, like, YouTube video of, like, and send it but to Darkseid. But he can watch Darkside. it, like, through her eyes, so it's a little weird. But anyway, yeah. So a lot of the fighting uh, consists of basically just Ivy picking up Harley and dragging her before the heroes stop her but, momentarily. But uh, be, before, anyway, any, before you say anything else, what I got from that, where she kind of like picks up Harley and whatnot, it's not like she, even though under the spell of Dr. Psycho, uh, it's not like she wants to kill him, uh, kill her. It, it I felt personally that... It's kind of like, I want to take you, like, outside of this whole realm, like, this world of shit, and I want to tell you something very emotional. Yeah, she's really just trying to bring her back to the mall, as per Dr. Psycho's request. Because, again, remember, she's under mind control, so she doesn't have any free will at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. So they end up on the roof with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and Ivy, and Harley, Ivy uses the love potion. Fan service gets done through the <laughs> Batman Wonder Woman hookup. Oh my god! Oh my would, god. would you like that? Superman would you like that? Superman is amazing because he just like he's like wow. He's like Wonder I Woman, love myself. You're banging. <laughs> no, well, that's like that's kind of weird. <laughs> like because... one of the best lines I've ever heard. <laughs> but yeah, Superman's definitely in love with himself. Uh, I think he tries to get uh, Harley interested in, but she's like, no, I'm good. Yeah, well, I mean, and I have to say this. I'm sorry. I have it in my notes. But um, there are a bunch of pheromones. And do I sense an orgy? I don't I mean, that would be the biggest distraction at the time. So it'd be interesting. No, I mean, I sense, like, in terms of... Like, oh, no. Her... I don't think an orgy actually happens. But no, either way... It, it, Hold on. <laughs> like, this smelling of sense. Do I sense an orgy? I don't know it's what the hell you're stu- trying to do here. It's a stupid pun. It's a terrible pun, but anyway. <laughs> so Everybody gets it. You all get it. No, that's a terrible pun. 
So eventually, Ivy brings Harley to the mall to kill her, and mm-hmm. that's when Psycho's plan kind of goes haywire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that Harley always was one for being, I guess, a hero. And that's the kind of weird thing. Harley is akin to, again, your your average diehard character. She mm. is reluctantly a hero when need be, even though she might not necessarily be doing heroic things prior to her hero I mean, if, consignment. If Darkseid were to, like, metaphorically consume her, he would spit her out. Because uh, she's not well, his taste. I don't know, because technically if Darkseid is meant to bring out the evil in somebody, then I assume he just brings out her more evil, ambitious side. I mean, it's mm. not like Harley isn't capable of evil. She just doesn't necessarily want to be evil. But you know, then, she even confesses, like, 90% of her actions are just reactions. It's not necessarily you, her will. Would you consider herself... Uh, probably an anti-hero yeah i mean i am never never a fan of that title but technically yes she would be considered an anti-hero in because she definition. like flip-flops she i mean she's more like catwoman in a weird sense where she's sort of like she's for catwoman her. is all for herself and the thing is that she really does like she's all for herself she doesn't really murder people for the most right, part. Right, but Catwoman at her heart is an opportunist and I think Har- Harley is very similar. I think Harley has a bit more social skills, obviously, and she's capable and willing to be part of a group. And oh, she she's very lovable. But at the end of the day, I think she's an opportunist and even though she wants to do the right thing a lot of the times, she doesn't mind being pulled into the wrong thing as long as she can get something out of it. Or she yeah. feels like she's helping someone that she loves or is friends with. So we get to the part where Psycho has Harley and Ivy fighting each other. And Kite Man showed up a little before to give her the anti-brainwash stuff. And he gives her another earpiece and says, if you can give it to Ivy, that's the only other one I have. He leaves, or is knocked out. And that's right, he, he gets knocked out. And... Mm-hmm. The only thing that kind of bothers me about this scene is the fight between Ivy and Harley because it's just ridiculous in terms of... It's, uh, I'll be honest, as much as I love this series, it's kind of stupid. It's very stupid. I mean, at least Wonder Woman has a sword and also godlike strength. But she has yeah. a sword. Even Batman has, like, the Batarangs, which are, again, bladed items. Harley has a baseball bat. You can't cut plants with a baseball bat. I don't care how much fucking friction you create. No, that it's going to take weird. you a lot longer. Like, that's just stupid. And the fact that she can just rip plants, those are thick-ass plants, I'm guessing. So I call bullshit on that entire scene. But, but I understand why it happens. Why? why? Why do you understand? Because they can't kill their series main. They can't actually have Harley defeated now, by Ivy. I think, that would just I be think something... The thing is, I, know. I think something Deep different. down, you want to believe that it's Ivy holding back because she loves Harley, exactly. blah, blah, blah. Exactly. No. no. It's purely just written for the thing. I in no way believe. No. Nope. Okay. The, either way. I disagree. 
let's bring it on home. But yeah, so Kite Man tries true love, which is kind of funny, uh, and it fails. And then obviously Harley later on tries to kiss uh, Poison Ivy, which works, but not because of true love. You but don't, because you don't Psycho, know. I do know, because we know at that exact minute that Psycho gets super horny and loses concentration. Because it's girl on girl action and he is I hard. Think that's no. something nope. different. Nope. It's literally just because Psycho loses you don't concentration. Know that. You don't he gets, know that. I do. They literally say it. He literally says it, and for that instant, yeah, he, he could loses say control. It. That's fine, but the thing is that no, you, you see his eyes stop glowing. He he completely loses control, and in that moment, Ivy has the ability to think and feel, and Harley has the opportunity to shove the thing in her ear. I mean, while she's kissing her, she can shove the thing in her ear. It's not that hard. She's right up fucking close to her. So even, even if you decided to not go with the whole, oh, Psycho lost uh, concentration, you could at the very least go with the idea that while she's kissing her, she's shoving the device in her ear, which is stopping Psycho's influence anyway. But either way, it has nothing to do with love's true kiss. No. You don't, you don't, But audience, dear audience, like this is where, like her and I differ yeah obviously because I think that that's beautiful and yes it's stupid and cheesy and like all those things but I think that like a true kiss to combat everything all the bullshit is extremely exciting yeah, it's a nice romantic thought. It's just not realistic. Well, I mean, nothing, nothing is rom- romantic anymore. But anyway, so once Ivy is free of her brain bondage, she and Harley make short work of Doctor Psycho, which is very much pun intended. And then, uh, you know, Dark Side's like, hey, you did it. You conquered Dr. Psycho. You did what I asked you to do. So I'm going to give you my army and you can take over Earth. And Harley's like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't, I don't want to do well, that. Well, no, yet. because you know what? I want to be here with my either girlfriend or bestie. Definitely bestie. So he leaves. He goes back in his boom tube after leaving an ominous threat, which is hilarious because Ivy's response to it is just great. She's like, all right, back in your boom tube. And uh, then they're just left together to kind of have a conversation. Uh, Harley obviously spills her feelings. And before Ivy can even give her an answer or at least, you know, come up with an answer or reply or anything, uh, what's his face? Kite Man wakes up. And for a minute you think, oh, everything's going to be okay because now they're just going to go back into their closets, as it were. Except Psycho is very much happy to rain on that parade Mm -hmm. and he shows everyone what Harley and Harley everyone, Everyone. Like, everybody gets to see it. And so, you know, at the end, That's a fucking dick move. That's it a is a very dick move. move, but it's Dr. Psycho. No, I mean, I hello? Has he not proven himself to be an asshole throughout no, this entire series? Of course, series? that's just like, uh, that's a super, super, super uber dick Plus, move. Plus, you know in the future he's going to be using it to uh, 
to whack off. It over. Like that is in his spank bank for life. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. by the way, I found out what the female version of a spank bank is called. What is it? It's a pole vault. Pole vault. Huh. Yeah. Pole vault. Oh, no, like, yeah, that's pretty clever. No, I, I, I get it. Pole and then vault. Yeah. Like, as in... Like a bank. You, you have a bank. Yeah. Yep. I was like, oh, oh that's cute. <laughs> Interesting. But anyway, so, yeah. So, then we're left on the cliffhanger because now Kite Man has seen what Ivy and Harley did. And you're left to wonder, okay, in the final episode, what's going to happen? And my prediction is the same as what it's been this whole time, which is basically that he's going to try and act super cool with it and either go with the thruple idea or he is going to... No, I think, yeah, I think he's ultimately going to suggest the thruple because he very badly does not want to lose Ivy. I mean, I guess that makes sense. I I guarantee it. Norton and I have been talking about this for the longest time and have been volleying back and forth what the hell would go on with them. I uh, think it's good. I think they're going to try and go for a thruple. I, I mean, think look, they would, but if I... If you have mean, a show that's trying to tackle a lot of different inclusion things all at once, I think a thruple is a foregone conclusion at this point. It's a natural it stepping stone. Now, it could be. whether it works or not, I don't think it's gonna. I think ultimately the thruple will fail. And but I agree with it you. It does create a lot of plot lines for future season in terms of, okay, what's the fallout from them deciding? Let's all try to be one. <laughs> maybe and I don't think it's gonna work. Maybe she'll go to Condiment King or something like that. <laughs> I what? have no idea. Like, are you trying well, to say I mean, Kite Man's gonna be gay? No, I'm saying she would be going to Condiment King. Who's she? Poison Ivy. If they Condiment break King's up. King's already married. It, yeah, but that's not off the table. I don't think, no. I, I do not think They that... don't include, like, there's nothing that is inclusive to this series that is off the table. No, I, I will definitely 100% say they're not going to do that. If anything, Ivy will just wind up alone. I I don't think that she would run to Condiment you King of all people. No. But you don't think that she would go to Harley as well? Mm, I don't think she's as confident in her and Harley's relationship as Harley is. Because I think Harley has taken but a lot of advantage Joker of their friendship. But then you have Joker in the mix too. Joker's not really in the mix. He's with Bethany. He's fine. Joker's out. He seems fine right now. Who knows? No, Joker's out. Okay. Well, nope. I, I I think that we are left with more questions than answers in this finale. No, not finale. <laughs> Sorry. We have one more episode to go. One more. Yep. So we'll see. I mean, that would have probably been a good finale, but... That would have been, like, because it would have, been, like, left so many questions. On the other hand, the finale might, again, be just the idea of, like, okay, now we have to tackle the fallout. Well, what's the finale of the finale? Oh, let's be a thruple. That would be interesting. I'm definitely waiting for that. Yeah. Definitely. Overall, but I like this episode. It was pretty good. No, it was good. 
I liked it a lot. There's a lot of good inside jokes, a lot of good poking fun at the uh, DC standards. Yeah. I, I think... want to see I want to see Flash and Green Lantern in the next series or the next episode, sorry. Yeah, I would also like to see them. Because the, the thing it like and now that I think about it is Flash could actually reverse things. He could, but I mean, I don't really know if that's necessarily the best plan. Who knows what the best plan is? Yeah, I guess. 